Welcome to Executives at the Edge, a podcast brought to you by MEF. I'm your host, Pascal Venezes. Join me as we explore thought-provoking perspectives from the leaders and changemakers who are propelling enterprise digital transformation forward. Well, I'm really, really excited to have Sander Burns from Experio, and he's the Chief Product Officer, and what a delight. I've been working with Sanders for years, and I really, really, I'm super impressed about what Experio is doing. So with that, Sandra, what, can we maybe give a background to our audiences about yourself and a little bit of background of the company? Okay. Well, first of all, Pascal, thank you very much for having me here today. The, uh, no, and it has been great meeting you many years ago, and it's also very nice that I've now been able to join you and the MEF yeah, to part of that automation journey. With Xperio, we are uh, the world's largest uh, managed service provider specialized in internet access, uh, security services in overlay like SD-WAN and SASE and uh, connectivity around the world. Now, we do this through a, uh, uh, the, our intelligent internet platform, really bringing together an extremely fragmented internet space uh, and making it simple for our clients uh, to start their uh, transformation journeys you know, when they need to go and start embracing the cloud for uh, for their applications. Yeah, and quite a success, right? Xperia has been really successful, growing rapidly, really came on this model about the internet as being the first mile into the whole cloud, right? And so what are your thoughts when enterprises are looking for transformation to this internet journey in clouds? What is your vision and what kind of partnerships are needed? The um, yeah, for enterprises, it's, it's quite a big step to go into the journey. Uh, nobody's coming into a greenfield. Uh, everybody comes from a legacy network. Uh, uh, but for them to stay competitive in the in the current landscape, they're gonna have to change the way that they work. And so, uh, in terms of partnerships, uh, when you go with internet access, uh, most of the times people are looking for uh, what you then call local breakout internet. Yeah. And, uh, and we see that most enterprises start on a do-it-yourself journey. Uh, but that comes, becomes quite complex very rapidly. Uh, because to, if you really want to make use of the best breed of internet connectivity um, uh, to support your applications, and of course, your user experience needs to be good, you, you end up with dozens or sometimes hundreds of individual suppliers around the world uh, to support your global connectivity needs. Well, that is very complex to manage. Um, and so this is where we help. Uh, as a partner, uh, we already have all of those relationships in place today, not just from an operational interface, but we also understand how they operate uh, with their strengths and weaknesses yeah, and can really put a blend together of connectivity options per site that supports those enterprises on that journey. So it's worry-free, yeah? but at the same time, uh, it's also a one-stop shop that really helps them. Um, yeah, they also need to... Um, a security layer on top of that. Yeah, well, we see two types of models, maybe three. Yeah, again, the do-it-yourself and the SD-WAN technology vendors have been promoting SD-WAN as a technology to be very simple. Uh, you must must have heard about zero touch or little touch deployments. Uh, but uh, yeah, what we see is that a lot of those enterprises, especially if they're global and have got a complex network, you still need to know what you're doing. You still need to make the right configurations and then the right network designs. So uh, uh, um, the ones that have done their research in the market quite often outsource that already to a specialist like us. Uh, or, and that's the other one that we see, enterprises try to do it themselves. 
but then while they started with the rollout, they, you know, they find out the complexity and then were asked in order to take that over and continue the deployment. So um, now the partnerships that they require, uh, really somebody that understands both the underlay play as well as the overlay play, uh, because at the end of the day, you do this to be more competitive, more scalable, uh, higher production, but also make sure that their customers have the best digital experience. And uh, now, so the whole internet connectivity layer and your security layer, they need to play well with each other. Uh, and that's, uh, yeah, that's what we're helping our enterprise customers with. So if I can just rephrase what you just said, that basically Xperia has a large footprint of pops around the world, points of presence, mm -hmm. and in there, they accessed one of those points of presence from an internet loop closest to one of the points of presence. Is that correct? That can be an option, okay. but that is not the, the default design. Uh, so uh, if you are looking at a multinational, they have multiple sites in a country, yeah, and we try to support the connectivity needs as much as possible with the local ISPs. Yeah, so it's all local breakout internet. Yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah, we do have our hubs around the world, uh, but we use those if we need to enhance the experience. Uh, so we don't force you to our hubs. Uh, if we can give you the right experience with the, the local internet options, then that would be the preferred option. Uh, we use the infrastructure that Xperio has if we need to enhance the internet experience. Ah, okay. Yeah. So basically, um, you manage all the internet connections on the enterprise, and they go directly to the clouds, the IS infrastructures, where they load up the SD-WANs and, and the security functions and so on, and, and probably do it at the CPs also. Yeah. And where they need you to mediate in some cases, you'll do that. Absolutely. Okay, so both uh, kind of models you support. Exactly, yeah, because I don't think there is a one-size-fits-all you know, uh, in, in this new internet-centric uh, network designs. Yeah. Especially with the edge coming in, so you you know that will play a significant role. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's really good. Now I understand. So once this transition has been made to this kind of internet modeling and obviously the destinations are clouds, how does one control per performance? Yeah, well, this is a nice bridge to what we just started to talk about, huh? those hubs that Xperio has around the world. At each of those hubs, we have uh, a software running uh, that is capable of finding the best performing path in the internet itself. Ah, the, uh, yeah, so yeah. the internet runs on a protocol that has been there uh, since the start. It's BGP, called BGP. Yeah. Yeah, so, and what we're doing is uh, we're understanding the performance to each destination, and then we can see whether BGP had, has the right performance. And if not, we overwrite the BGP routing tables and inject uh, the best performing route so that the customer has the best performance for their applications. And we do this real-time, that's fully autonomous, uh, and, uh, and that's the enhancement that we can give. The other part of performance is make the right choices on the local level. Uh, uh, as an example, we had a client in, um, in Bangkok, and they were connected to a global tier one internet provider, uh, but uh, one of their departments was complaining about performance, and it was the, uh, the, the, the human resource department uh, that couldn't access the human resource applications. Uh, when we had a look at their applications and at their infrastructure, uh, we saw that that HR application was hosted in a cloud in Thailand itself. Uh, the, the internet connectivity that was provided to them uh, by their global tier one carrier was great for all the connectivity that they needed towards the US, but uh, it didn't have the right uh, peering and access to the Thailand domestic networks. Uh, so we provided them with an additional internet service based on one of the local ISPs, uh, and that really gave them that, uh, that performance that they were looking for. So when you look at performance, you need to look at two things. Uh, it's the mix of connectivity options that you require on a local level 
which is all driven by the applications that you have running at that site or needs to access from that site, as well as, as this is particularly on the middle mile part, uh, how do I make sure that the internet gives me the performance that I need? And for that, you know, we can help with that enhancement service that we have. Got it. And do you do an SD-WAN layer on top of the internet or they just go directly internet to the cloud? No, we do an SD-WAN layer on top of it as okay, well. Okay, yeah? so, so we always start with designing that underlay yeah? because right. if that doesn't perform well, SD-WAN is not going to fix it for yeah. you. SD-WAN does have a performance element in it, right? So because it looks at all the different internet connections that it has, and then it decides which one at this moment in time is the best one to use for the tunnel for your application, but it's not going to fix the internet for you. Yeah, and so that's why we always start with a proper internet design and the infrastructure that supports you. And on top of that, we then deploy uh, an SD-WAN instance uh, from the brand sides and the hub sides all together in one global cloud uh, uh, to make sure that yeah, everything that they do is secure and supports them. Wow, that's very interesting design because a lot, a lot of we have seen the middle mile players showing up as connections to all the clouds and you access their edge. And then through their backbones, you get to all the clouds which gives you very great performance, but obviously the cost is going to be greater. So what you've done is using the internet as your base underlay, and you figure out the right optimization, mm -hmm. and then you put your SD-WAN overlays on top, which give you better optimization. Yeah, and you and you have access to every possible route to every the possible internet. Route, right. So you're not limited to yeah. any yeah. cable systems. That and then if there is concerns of the underlays, you then maybe bring it to a pop and, and then readjust the BGP policies to get them uh, to better underlay. Yeah. Yeah. Very brilliant. Very, very brilliant. So look, what's next for innovation in the market that supports enterprises and their transformational journey? Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end, it's all about what kind of experience do you want to give? Yeah. As an enterprise, you have customers and you want to give them a great experience and everything is becoming digital these days. Uh, well, you still want to secure that as well. well what we see today is that uh, the, the securing of your network is done by SD-WAN, uh, but it's still device heavy. You know? We need to go on site, we install a device, uh, and then you know through the orchestrators we can control your network. That has become a lot easier, but you, st yeah, but you still need um, some intelligence at the edge. Uh, well, you've already seen that co to complement SD-WAN, SASE is coming to the market as well. Uh, which is a policy-based security option, uh, already a lot lighter uh, on the endpoints. Well, what we think that uh, what you see happening and where a lot of the technology vendors are investing in is further cloudification, if I can use that word, of uh, of that security environment. And uh, and I think uh, uh, and as Superior, we're keeping a close watch on those developments as well because I, uh, because that would really help the enterprises to make the whole journey a lot easier uh, if you need a less infrastructure on the locations itself. Yes. Okay. Br brilliant. Actually, I'm quite impressed. With, I, I didn't realize Xperia had this very innovative view of how to do all of this. Um, you know, the underlay, overlay, cybersecurity and cloud, which we are, you know, we're working on in, in MEF and we're calling it the new network as a service, secure network as a service. So, so how do you see telecom providers work together in a better together ecosystem then? That's a, yeah, so because of the extreme fragmented space, which is the internet itself, uh, if you go online and you check how many networks are there, uh, there's roughly 100,000 autonomous systems registered today that make up the internet yeah, at large. Yeah. Um, it hasn't become easier on how we need to work with each other. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we really need to leverage automation here. I think this is where the MEF is doing a brilliant job uh, bringing us all together. Uh, yeah, because we need to, a much easier way to exchange information because we all have customers and right? we need to make sure that those experiences are, are great 
and you can no longer do this by sending an email to each other to, yeah. to ask some questions. Uh, so I think, how can we collaborate with each other? Well, it is through automation, uh, but we have to all be on that same journey. And this is where standardizations also are going to make a, a big difference because uh, you know, we still need to understand how we talk to each other and, and what kind of data that we are ex uh, exchanging. And uh, so this is what we as an industry need to do now, collaborate more. Uh, and then we shouldn't try to fix everything ourselves, but really work in, uh, in an ecosystem of partners uh, in order to come together and bring these wonderful new uh, technologies to market. So in closing, I would say that enough for standardizing the inter-provider ecosystem and that automation of it. Mm -hmm. And we're doing both the business levels of quote ordering and so on, but also the operational aspects of how the service performance fault management which maybe you don't have control of with your partners and they need to give that visibility. Is that what you're saying, right? That automation has to do with both parts. Yeah, you need to look at the entire journey. Yeah? Yeah. So it's not just about quotes or ordering yeah. and fulfillment. Yes, that is important. That's how we work together as a process, but also as a technology, uh, is it really working as we all thought that was gonna work? And if something breaks, how do we work together in order to get that fixed again? Yes. Yeah, well, brilliant, brilliant, Sanders. Uh, always a pleasure talking to you. I always enjoy uh, visiting you in Amsterdam. <laughs> By the way, I You're welcome. Visit again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Love one of my favorite cities. Uh, um, again, I want to thank you for being on this episode. I'm sure our listeners also will be thanking you. And, uh, and safe journeys back. And uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Thanks.